0: Shalom and grace be unto you in the mighty name of Jesus Welcome to Midnight Cry I am your host, Nico Welcome, welcome, welcome As always, it is an honor and a privilege to serve the people of God Always an honor and a privilege to serve the people of God Yes, it is I love God's children Like, uh, I just love us Because He loves us And And he is love, so why not love us? You know what I'm saying? Um, It's been a while since I have done a midnight cry, but I am grateful. I am so grateful to uh, be uh, uh, chosen uh, and called to, uh, to, to be a deliverer. Um, of God's word And I do not take that lightly y'all I do not take that lightly Like that is a privilege It's a privilege um, To be chosen and called To handle God's word um, Tonight we are going to be talking about The sovereignty of God The sovereignty of God And how um, The enemy He tries to come against um uh, we the children of God, and He tries to uh, thwart the 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 promises of God over our lives. He tries to thwart um, the will of God in our lives. He tries to thwart um, the sovereignty of our God. But our God is all powerful, all wise, all knowing. He is the bomb dot. You know what I'm saying. So tonight we are going to talk about the sovereignty of God and how um, you know it doesn't matter what um, people try to do to get the promises of God um, taken away from we His children. He is not a man that. He should lie And what he says he will fulfill And not because we deserve it And not because we're righteous Simply because he's God And he's he can't lie He cannot lie He cannot lie You know So I thank God for his word I thank God for his promises I thank God that he's a keeper of his word I thank God that he is not like men And he doesn't lie You know so um tonight we're gonna be talking about Balaam in Balak. And um I have read this before, but tonight um God really opened it up to me in a different way. And I and I wanna share what um, he shared with me, and so um, we know the story of Balaam and Balak. And if we don't, we're gonna do a quick run through of the story of Balaam and Balak. It the story of Balaam and Balak begins in Numbers chapter 22, and um, prior to 22, God was, had taken His children out of um, the pro, uh, out of the wilderness and was taking them into the promise that He made to them. And He had told them uh, the children of Israel in the wilderness. He said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you into the promised land. And I'm gonna, you know, um, give you your enemies' land. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna give you the land of the Amorites. I'm gonna give you the land of the Edomites. I'm gonna give you the land of the Moabites. I'm gonna give you the land. The land is going to be yours. I'm gonna give it to you. And so, uh, prior to uh, Numbers 22, they had just defeated. Um, who did they just defeat? Jericho." They had just defeated the city of Jericho. Um, God had just defeated the city of Jericho. And so now Jericho is in the control of the children of Israel. And so now they are heading into the city of Moab. And um, the king of Moab, which is Balak, is nervous. He's scared because he knows that the promise is, is, is to them. He's seen everywhere that... The children of Israel have landed their feet. Um, God has given them that land. And so the king of Moab, Balak, he is terrified of them. And so he goes and gets this prophet Balaam. Now I want us to understand that Balaam is not a prophet of God at this time. When he was first called, um, he wasn't a a, a full-fledged prophet of god like he's he was able to commune with god but he was um, um using the gift of god uh not in such a good way um uh, am i explaining that right he was uh he wasn't fully sold out to God, like he he was able to commune with God, he was able to get a prayer through, he was able to bless, and he was able to curse. This is what Balaam was able to do, and so when Balak went to go and get him, um he wanted Balaam to curse the children of god and so um Balaam also was when I said. If you remember I just said a few seconds ago that Balaam, he did not, he wasn't completely sold out to God. He wasn't completely sold out to Yah. He wasn't. He was not. And so um he still practiced um pagan worship. So his worship was mixed. His worship was mixed. And so therefore he had a double mind. He had a double heart. Um but it gets it gets gooder. It gets gooder. Um so In chapter 22, we see that um, Balaam, he calls for Balak, and he wants Balak to curse the children of God. And so, uh, I mean, Balak wants Balaam to curse the children of God. And so, um, in chapter 22 of Numbers, verse 12, it says, And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them, thou shalt not curse them. The people for they are blessed. So God gave him a direct order. He said, Thou shalt not go with them, thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. Right? This is what he told Balaam. This is what he told Balaam. And so the the guys, the the, the guys that the princes that Balak sent to to Balaam. Um they went their ways and so he sent more men that was honorable, the Bible says in 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 verse fifteen. And so in verse twenty, in verse twenty, um Balak, I mean Balaam goes back before God concerning whether he should go with Balak, with the men over where, where Balak is And so the sovereignty of God was his first response His first response to Balaam was Don't go You can't, I don't want you to curse them Because these people are blessed These people are blessed And so um, he goes back to God And this is, his, this is God's response In Numbers 22 Verse 20 um, He says And God said unto Balaam At night came unto Balaam at night and said unto him if the men come to call thee rise up and go with them but yet the word which I shall say unto thee that shall thou do so in verse 12 we see God's sovereign will for Balaam in verse 20 we see God's permissive will for Balaam Okay, and as we continue to go on, we will uh, through Numbers twenty-two, um, Balaam gets on his donkey. They are on their way to Balak. Um, the donkey sees the angel of God with the sword in his hand, and he's tr- and she is trying to stall Balaam. She's trying to get Balaam to not go, continue to go on the journey. Balaam hits the donkey and um to get the donkey to go and finally god used the donkey to speak to balaam and balaam asked the donkey why did you just do that and the donkey responded because there is an angel before us with a sword in his hands and if we pass this spot right here his this angel is going to kill you and so um the angel revealed himself to balaam and um Check out what happens though. Check out what happens. So, when the angel revealed himself, this is what it says And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Wherefore hast thou smitten thine ass these three times? Behold, I went out to withstand thee because thy way is perverse before thee. So, he's giving him warning. He's saying, I'm, I, why, first he asked him, Why did you even hit this ass like this? Why did you hit this ass three times? This ass saved your life. For real this donkey saved your life for real um uh, but I'm t- I'm here before you because your way the way that you are going is a perverse way it's not the way that God will. it's not the sovereign will of God for you it's not the sovereign will of God for you so then Balaam says to him and i'm just going to read 33 2. In the in the in the donkey saw in the in the ass saw me and turned from me these three times unless she had turned from me, surely now also I had slain thee and saved her alive. So then Balaam says in verse thirty four, And Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord, I have sinned repentance he was able to repent but first he had to get the revelation and he had to because God is so merciful because God is so merciful he uh gave revelation to uh Balaam by way of the angel by way of the donkey um and so his mercy was given in in verse 32 and so then repentance uh, Balaam repented in verse 34 And it says And Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord I have sinned for I knew not That thou stoodest in the way against me Now therefore if it displeaseth thee I will go I will get me back again And the angel of the Lord said unto Balaam Go with the men But only the word that I shall speak unto you That thou, that thou shalt speak so Balaam went with the princes of Balak. Okay, So now um, as we get to the end of Numbers 23, we see that Balaam is making sacrifices on the high places of Baal. Okay, that's where the mixed worship comes in. That's where the double-mindedness and double-heartedness comes in. That's where the pagan sacrifices are being made, right? Right. So, we we see as the as the as the as we continue to go through the story, there there has been four things that have occurred thus far. There there in in verse 12, we see the sovereign will of God for Balaam. Um, the direct order He told him to do it this way That was the sovereign will of God For Balaam Then we see in verse 20 The permissive will of God For Balaam Then we see that um, In verse 32 um, God's mercy was given And Revelation um, followed Said mercy And then we see in 34 um, Where Balaam Repented okay and and then he um he also said if it's your if you want me to i'll go back i'll go on back home and and the angel said no go on and go go on and go but you can only say what i what i tell you to say so um he goes on and he he sacrifices on the high places and um he told Balak to build him seven altars, and, and so that's what they did. And so every time Balak wanted um, Balaam to pronounce a curse over the children of God, uh, he couldn't. He blessed them. He blessed them. And so, and so Balaam, um, um, Balak eventually said, well, if you can't curse them, don't keep blessing them. If you can't curse them, don't keep blessing them. And Balaam and Balaam told Balak, I can only say what God tells me to say. I can only say what he tells me to say. I cannot say what you want me to say. I can't do that. You understand? So now we see Balaam. We see this this uh this this enchanter, this diviner, this 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 person that um knew God was allowed to bless and curse by the sovereignty of God, but he didn't fully uh, know what he, who he was. He didn't fully understand the will of God for his life, the sovereign will of God for his life. And so because of this, Balaam um, was able to, to, to go into the enemy camp and let the, the enemy king know, look, they are going to be blessed. Because God says that they are going to be blessed. And God is not a man that he should lie. Even if I was. Even if Balaam was to attempt to curse the the children of God. um, It wouldn't have went well with him. But he couldn't. He couldn't curse them. And this is what we have to understand as children of God. No matter what. The enemy is trying to do no matter how the enemy wants us cursed. No matter matter how other people want us to be cursed, who God uh, wills to bless, it's gonna be blessed. You understand what I'm saying? Like no nobody can curse who God chooses to bless. And, and because, and because of the blood of Jesus, because of the new covenant that we um, are under, because of Jesus, because of our um, acknowledgement of who He is, of our confession, of our faith in Him, we are now included, have been adopted into the family of the children of Israel, and so that same promise that He gave. To them, it's ours. What are you talking about? Because it's a new covenant. Well, when we get to chapter 24, and I want to read chapter 24, and it's it's pretty lengthy, but to, to, to see the progression that God took uh, Balaam through so that the purpose, the sovereign will of God for Balaam was manifested. Because... Although he 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 was used by God um, to to speak life and to let the king know that I am uh, going to only speak what God tells me to speak. By the time we get to chapter twenty four, uh, his eyes are open to who God is. His eyes is open to the sovereignty of God. God took the took the veil off of his eyes, took the scales off of his eyes, and he allowed him to see. Listen, listen. Um, in verse, in uh, before we get to chapter 24, in verse in chapter 23, verses uh, 29 and 30, it says, And Balaam said unto Balak, Make me here seven altars, and prepare me here seven bullocks and seven rims. And Balak did as Balaam, had said and offered a bullock and a ram on every altar. When you go back through, when you get time to go back through um, chapters 22 through 24, you will see that all the other times, Balaam was the one that made the sacrifices on those altars. and But this time, he didn't. Um, Balak was the one that made the offerings. Now check out verse uh chapter twenty four. We about to go and see how the sovereignty of God, the sovereign will of God for our lives, it will be made manifest. You understand? And even though when we when when we are um don't know what we have been called to we don't really know our purpose we go about doing things our own way and because God is merciful because he is permissive will uh because he allows his permissive will to be done. It's not his sovereign will, but his permissive will. That's where his mercy is. And then once he gives us revelation, then we have time to repent. And then we can step into once we repent from not doing it his doing it his way, doing it the sovereign way that he had for us to do it. Um and we get that revelation, we receive that mercy, we repent from that thing. Um then we uh, then he opens our eyes. Check out uh chapter twenty four listen what it says. and when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he went not as at other times to seek for enchantments, but he set his face toward the wilderness so it says um when 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 Balaam saw that him not sacrificing um to those false gods was pleasing to God, and he didn't any more seek um the enchantments meaning the 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 diviners, the, the magic, the the false gods, the false way. He was no longer mingling his worship, it says. Then he set his face towards the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes and he saw Israel abiding in his tents according to their tribes and the spirit of God came up on him. So 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 after the progression after uh we see the sovereignty of God after we see the permissive will of God after we see the revelation of God after we see the mercy of God after we see the repentance of Balaam and he did and he did what God told him to do after that he did not speak anything other than what God told him to speak he did not anymore uh, offer sacrifices at the altar of Baal he turned away from the The way in which he did things prior And when he saw that it pleased God That he didn't do things like that And that he didn't seek um, the enchantments the wrong way He set his face towards uh, the wilderness And guess what God did for him It says then he lifted up his eyes So God opened up his eyes He said he saw Israel abiding in his tents According to their tribes And the spirit of God came upon him And he took up His parable and said Balaam The son of Beor has said And the man whose eyes are Open has said He has said Which heard the words of God Which saw the vision of the Almighty falling into A trance but having his eyes Open God opened his eyes he was able, God opened his eyes. Once he got into the sovereign will of God, he was able to, op- God opened his eyes to see things from his viewpoint. He was able to see things, the eternal things of God. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He said, He said, Oh, God is so good. How godly, he, how goodly are thy tents, O Jacob, and thy tabernacles, O Israel. As the valleys are, they spread forth as garden by the riverside, as the trees of Line aloes Which the Lord had planted And at cedar trees beside the waters He shall pour the water Out of his buckets And his seed shall be In many waters And his king shall be higher than Agag and his kingdom Shall be exalted What is, what is Balaam seeing He's seeing the end of the thing He's seeing the end Of what Israel has in store so listen, listen, he said, and God opened his eyes for that. But it was a progression. It was a process. So look, God said, this is what he says. God brought him forth out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. He shall eat up the nations, his enemies, and shall break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows he couched he lay down as a lion and as a great lion who shall stir him up blessed is he that blessed thee and cursed is he that cursed thee oh my god and Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam and he smote his hands together and Balak said unto Balaam I called thee to curse mine enemies and behold thou hast altogether blessed them these three Times. Therefore, now flee thou to thy place. I thought to promote thee unto great honor, but lo, the Lord hath kept thee back from honor. And Balaam said unto Balak, Spake I not also to thy messengers which thou sentest unto me, saying, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandment of the Lord to do either good or or bad of my own mind, but what the Lord said that will I speak, and now behold, I go unto my people, come therefore, and I will advise thee with this people shall do to thy people in the latter days. So now he's talking about the end times. he's prophesying God to open his eyes to see the final victory. And he took up his parable and said Balaam the son of Beor has said And the man whose eyes are open Has said He has said which heard the words of God And knew the knowledge of the Most High Which saw the vision of the Almighty Falling into a trance But having his eyes wide open God opened his eyes Bless your name Holy Ghost I shall see him But not Now I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, and shall smite the corners of Moab, and destroy all the children of Seth. And Edom shall be a possession. Shear also shall be a possession for his enemies, and Israel shall do valiantly. Out of Jacob shall come he that shall have dominion And shall destroy him that remaineth of the city And when he looked on Amalek He took up his parable and said Amalek was the first of the nations But his latter end shall be that he perished forever And he looked on the Kenites and took up his parable And said strong is thy dwelling place And thou puttest thy nest in a rock Nevertheless, the Kenites shall be wasted until Ashur shall carry thee away captive. And he took up this parable and said, Alas, who shall live when God doeth this? And ships shall come from the coast of Shisham, and shall afflict Ashur, and shall afflict Eber, and he also shall perish forever." And Balaam rose up and went and returned to his place. And Balak also went his way. God's word. God's word is nothing short of amazing. Nothing short of amazing. There, is, there was so much in this story that has just been, it's been there. It's been there the whole time. Look, look, look. Every last one of us, I don't care who we think we are, every last one of us, because um, the gifts and the callings of God come without repentance, Um, as we grow in the knowledge of who God is, as we grow in relationship to God, We come into the sovereignty We come into the sovereign will of God Okay, so yeah Many of us have been like Balaam And we used our gifts in the wrong way Okay And because of God's permissive will His sovereign will was never for us to use the gifts that He gave us Outside of the parameters in which he gave them to us, for right, because he's so merciful, he has a permissive will where he allows us to do these things until he reveals the error of our ways to us. Once he and that's called mercy, that's called grace. Once he reveals the error of our ways to us, then we have a choice, we can repent. If we repent, if we repent um, and begin to do things according to his sovereign will, he will open our eyes to allow us to see things from his viewpoint. But that only comes through the process. That only comes through the process. You you feel what I'm saying? And so, um, yes. Yes, the Bible talks about um, in Revelation um, Balaam being used by Balak To be a stumbling block before his people Well, if we, get, if we grasp the concept Of what is just being said to us tonight We will see that um, What is being done The stumbling block that is being put before us Is the fact That We use the gifts of God For our own benefit And not for his glory Um, We use the gifts of God um, With his permissive will Instead of in his sovereign will Well what is his sovereign will his sovereign will is that we use our the gifts that he's given us according to his word because his word is his sovereign will for we his children when we step outside of his doing doing it according to his word then are we um taking the gifts that he's given us and we are mixing them we are mixing them mixing our worship We are mixing our worship well, Where did you get that from Shania well, When you keep on reading um, Numbers When you get to Numbers 25 You will see that the children of Israel Begin to sin against God The sovereignty of God They got out of the sovereign will of God For their lives And begin to go and mix Their worship So they took the gifts That God had given them And they began to use them the way that they saw fit, and God allowed it in His permissive will. He allowed it, so now we 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 are in a place of revelation. Um, when they, whenever they. The children of um, Israel got out of the will of God, the sovereign will of God. He always brought somebody to bring the revelation to them, right? And when um, the revelation was brought to them, they always repented. And when they repented and got back into the sovereign will of God, he always opened their eyes to more revelation of who he is. Of who he is. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what God wants for us. Uh, We don't have to continue to flip-flop. We don't have to continue to flip-flop. We don't have to continue to um, use our gifts and and mingle them with self-will. Because that's what Balaam did. He was in self-will until the revelation, until the mercy and grace was given, until the repentance occurred, until he... um, Um, only spoke what God told him to speak until he um, quit mingling his worship. When he quit mingling his worship, when he took his hands off of that mixed worship, then God opened his eyes. And that is something that we can take. I want us to take this story of Balaam and, 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 and put ourselves in the shoes of Balaam because every one of us can fit in the shoes of Balaam. Every one of us. I don't care who we think we are. We could fit in the shoes of Balaam. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, we could. So that's that's what I, I was sent to uh, um, serve to the children of God. Again, it's an honor, a blessing, and a privilege um, to be chosen and called by God to um, to. To deliver a word, to deliver his word, not just a word, to deliver his word to we, his people, to encourage us um, because we all get off track. We don't ever do things um, the right way, always, but we don't have to continue to straddle the fence. We can get in his sovereign will and um, allow him to open our eyes to who he is and what the end is. Will be, and, uh, yeah, we know what the end is. Meaning, we because the Bible we have a record in front of us, the Bible tells us what the end is, but um, there is work that He has for us to do up until the end, and in order to do it in His sovereign will, um, yeah, we're gonna have to check ourselves against His sovereign word, and if we are out of uh. Out of line uh, according to His sovereign word Then um, we need to get in line With his sovereignty uh, And that's just that You know I love y'all God loves y'all so much more Be blessed